Hi, everybody. It's episode 425 of PodQuest. Hey! It's Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. How you guys doing? Not too bad. You know, uh, not seeing the sun for a week, I've drank the most hot drinks I've drank in, like, years. Because it's not even that I'm cold. I just, I want the comfort of a hot drink, so I'm drinking a chai tea. So that's that's how I'm doing. Chai teas are good if they're made right. It's a Wawa chai tea, so it's fine, but... It's mediocre at best. I just, I miss the sun. I really do. I don't. Actually, I really like this. I like weather like today. It's cool, it's cloudy, but it's not raining. Then why don't you move to England, okay? Honestly, it, it just rains a little too much there. Goodness. You're so picky. Look, man, we went to the Pacific Northwest, and it was fucking sunny and 80 the whole time. This is what I went to the Pacific Northwest for. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah, it should have been not sunny and 80 at the Pacific Northwest. You're right. Yeah, it's like, like years ago when I went to Ireland, the same thing happened. Like, <laughs> everyone there was just like, yeah, it's usually kind of, like, it's it's not miserable, but, like, generally, it rains a lot more here, but this week, it's been nothing but sun. Yeah, it's usually, usually in, like, UK and the Pacific Northwest and whatnot, you, uh, you expect, like, gray, whereas, like, you don't 100% expect gray, expect gray in the Northeast, but we do get those instances, especially after a hurricane hits the, the South. Exactly. Uh, and then we get hit with a hurricane for over a week. Hurricane residuals. Yeah, and frankly, the, the only thing that, that annoyed me with that was traffic. Um, it took me two and a half hours to get to a client yesterday, and then almost three hours to get home. Because of rain and... Yeah, because just... rain and people just stop driving when it rains. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it wasn't... By the time I was coming home, wasn't really even raining that much anymore. It was only supposed to be an hour and 20 minute drive. Took nearly three fucking hours. Oh. <laughs> like, I got home at seven o'clock at night. Let me tell you, Chase has been the biggest cuddlebug because it's rain and stormy, and he doesn't like it. And he's just been such a cuddlebug. Oh, what days. a goofy boy! Yeah, he's a good. But anyway, Rich, what's on the agenda this week? All right, so this week we are going to talk a little bit about Cobra Kai because Cobb, you just watched it. Then um, we're going to talk about the world's second worst movie, probably Hocus Pocus Two. Have you not seen it? I haven't, I I hate Hocus Pocus one. I'm I've zero, I have zero zero interest in Hocus Pocus two. Absolutely zero. I think what a Hocus terrible Poc- millennial. I think Hocus Pocus one is by far the worst movie of all time. Like just I hate it. I think it's so bad. Um. Uh. Then I uh actually got into Resident Evil zero and beat that. And uh, we're gonna have a little talk about Resident Evil one for for a few moments. I know we did some Resident Evil talk like two three years ago, but wasn't it only last year? It was 2020, probably. Oh, I didn't realize it was that long ago. Uh, I mean, it might have been last year, but I don't think so. I think it was 2020, because last year was was taken over by the Godzilla Marathon. So. No, that was two years ago. No, Godzilla Marathon was 2021. No, it wasn't. You're it, a liar. And, no, it ended 2021, because I know this, because remember we had that whole talk of I was possibly going to stop doing the show and stop doing a podcast? It's because... I was ending it at the end of Godzilla, which was last year, the week before I started streaming. No, that was two years ago. Stop lying. No, I started streaming in 2021. Holy shit. Wow, it really was May of 2021. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Like, legitimately, it feels like so much longer ago. I, I mean, it's the past couple of years, everything just seems long. Um, like, it, it, it 100% actually, does not feel like a year and a half has passed since so, you watched 
since I watched Godzilla. No, it's been it's been the last Godzilla I watched has been over a year and a half ago. Yeah, I started it around this last one. So the first one was around this time. So it's been about two years since I started my marathon because there was thirty two movies. So it's actually a little bit less than two years. Oh yeah, and it looks like Resident Evil remake stuff was yeah back in late twenty nineteen into twenty twenty. There you go. Wow. Yeah, it just it does not feel like that long ago. It's it's just these past past few years, everything has just melted together, and then it's hard to remember what happened when because you've been inside for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we're gonna do. So like I said, we're, I'm doing I'm doing a Resident Evil marathon on stream. So there's gonna be a lot of Resident Evil talk from me. Um. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll try to keep some of the stuff we've already talked about to a minimum. Um, and then, uh, Cobb, you're going to get more in, uh, in depth about your, uh, uh, Steam Deck. Yeah. I said it right this time. You did. You didn't say Stream Deck. No. You also didn't say Steam Dick, which you could have also stumbled through. You want me to do that next time? No. But do you want like, me to, do, all right, all right, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's make a clean cut. And, uh, we're going to talk more about Cobb's Steam Deck. Um, mm-hmm. you got more into that. <laughs> and now you can cut that in place and you can edit all this out. That's a lot of work. That just if that if that's what you want to do, that's that's all. I gave you that clean recording. No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it as is. You're just gonna have set it twice. Well, so but what? You're gonna put Steam Dick on there both times? No, no. I'm just gonna it's just gonna play through. I don't I don't really edit. I just go through and like delete all the little cl- like like weird noises and yeah yeah I know. like like you clicking away on your mouse. Look, sometimes I do. I know. I hear it and I delete it. I try um, not to be all that loud. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I I know you watched it a couple weeks ago. Uh, this past weekend, I finally got to watch season five of Cobra Kai. It was five, uh, right? It's five or six, yeah, definitely five. It was definitely five. Um, that was a that was a good season. I like Chosen. I'm glad he was in the whole season. I love Chosen. He was he's he was the best. And then like I love how he actually called what's her name. And then like he had like some of the best lines near the end. Uh, and it's just yeah, Chosen was fantastic. I love when they went to the the club in like the it was like the second to last episode, mm-hmm. and when they get to the door, like the the bouncer does the metal detector, and like he opens his jacket and he just has two fucking sighs tucked in there. <laughs> yeah, and, like it's not it's not that he has the two sighs that really gets me with it. It's the fact that the bouncer didn't really care and just collected the sighs. Yeah, he's just like, like you can't bring weapons in there, <laughs> and just took them like. It's not that he was like, why does this crazy guy have size? Hey, I'm not allowed to let you in because you have two fucking size. It's, no, you can't have those. I'm going to take them and confiscate. Which, yeah. I mean, is normal for club scene. If they find a knife on someone, they take it and whatnot. But, like, still, it made me laugh. Yeah, and it, it was nice that they kind of, they resolved as many of the conflicts, I feel. Like, like, mm. the, in, like the inner group conflicts. Like, yeah. it's still there, but, like, the characters where you're just like, they shouldn't be fighting. Like, it makes no sense that they keep going at it. Like, mm-hmm. they definitely, like, leveled a lot of that out. Um, and I like that this season, so every season up till now, there's been some sort of conflict between Johnny and, um, Daniel. Yeah. Every time. Even, even when they're working together, some sort of conflict happens. And this one, it really didn't. Yeah. Like, like, Daniel went to Johnny for help. Johnny said, like, I've got too much shit going on. No. And then realized he needed to go help him and went and helped him. Mm-hmm. And, like, that worked out. I also appreciate that, like, you know, the, the, they had they had actual, like, 
there were actual stakes in some of the fights. Like, it wasn't just, like, kids beating each other each other up at a park. It was, like, adults fighting with weapons. But, but, the, the whole reason for this season is what's-his-name just wants to franchise Cobra Kai. Yep. That's fucking it. Yep. He is, in my eyes, in my adult, reasonable eyes, and mind, he's not a bad guy. He just is a rich guy. Which is a bad guy. Eat the rich. You know, all that jazz. But in the terms of watching a show, he's not doing anything wrong. But, like, even without, like, kind of being antagonized, which he definitely was, like, he was a bad guy and a sociopath. Like, he was a bad human being. Yes. In his past, he was a bad human being. Yes. In his training techniques with Tori particular, he was doing what he did to Danny in the... in. Karate Kid 3. Exactly. How, like, however, the whole reason that they needed to stop him was to stop Cobra Kai from franchising. And and to let people know that Cobra Kai turns good kids bad. Well, the Cobra Kai that turned good kids bad isn't the Cobra Kai that he ran. It's the Cobra Kai that fucking the other dude ran. I'm forgetting names right now. So I like Yes, that Crease ran and turned kids into bullies. Cobra Kai, just because Cobra Kai franchises East to West Coast, doesn't mean all the kids are going to be bad kids, because there's going to be good teachers out there. But that's the thing, like, if you, like, if you go back and watch it, he fired the good teacher. Like, they bought that one dojo, and his first act was, I'm firing it and putting this bully instructor in place instead. I mean, he, he, he didn't fire the good teacher. He, he bought the dojo and put his own teacher in there. Yes, he bought the dojo from the guy who owned the dojo and put his own teacher in there. The teacher is a stern teacher, but you don't know if they're going to teach the kids to be bullies. And that's my part of it, is the whole thing is Cobra Kai can't spread outside the valley because kids are going to be bullies. But no, they're not going to be bullies because they join Cobra Kai. Their teachers are going to... The, if their teachers teach them to be bullies, sure. But if... If Cobra Kai spreads outside the valley, how's, how is, 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 what's his name going to find that many teachers to teach everyone to be fucking bullies? Well, and that's the thing, like, he was, he was going out of his way to find aggressive instructors. And, like, look at, I forget but, the kid's name, like, like the young kid that, um, that Robbie was, like, mentoring last season. Yeah. The one that was, yeah. the one that was being bullied by Daniel's son. Yeah. Like, he got progressively worse this season while working with those people at Cobra Kai. He got progressively worse because he hung out with shitty kids. I mean that too, but like, like there was that. It has it has nothing to do with the teachers because here's the thing: the teachers weren't necessarily teaching them to be bad. The teachers were teaching them to be good so that they could get Cobra Kai into the tournament. They were that teaching them to be all. aggressive. They were teaching them to be aggressive, but like. They were teaching them how to fight aggressive, not necessarily to be aggressive. But, so, remember this part, though. At one point, Terry takes that kid aside and basically tells him to fuck over the other kid who's, like, trying to be in charge. Yeah, it's, he's, he's teaching him to uh, gain confidence and understand his place. And he, and he also and, and, paid off two different refs to. No, I'm not like, saying. He's a bad person. I'm not saying that Terry Silver isn't a bad person, but to an adult brain right now, the motivations of why you need to stop Cobra Kai from franchising are wrong. 
because it's this guy just wants to make money. His whole motivation for all of this series is he wants Cobra Kai to be recognized in this tournament for them to win so he can make more money. I never took it as he can make more money as much as he wants the like he wants He's, the power and the recognition. Well, That's he what wants, he really wants. He want yeah, he wants the power and the recognition. What do all fucking rich people want? Power and recognition. Like he wants to be he's a rich guy who wants to keep his rich guy status this time using karate. Yeah. But also like for what it's worth too, more than anything else like I I don't disagree with like the internet on the fact that like Daniel was definitely a bully in the first movie. Like, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, there were months, like, after his first confrontation with Johnny, where, like, Johnny and his friends had completely forgotten about him. It wasn't until, like, Halloween when Daniel then did something to them that it became a thing. But in the third movie, I completely can understand why Daniel would have this, like, p- like, basically PTSD, like they told you in the movie. Mm-hmm. Or in the, in the show. Like, he never properly got over what that guy did to him. Like, that guy, yeah. like, psychologically tormented him for months. By both pretending to be his friend while also paying another kid to harass and terrorize him. Yeah, I, like, I, yes, I agreed, 100%. Like, my, my argument isn't that Terry Silver is a good guy or is not a bad guy. He's absolutely a bad guy, and I totally recognize and understand that. My argument is they went so childish for the main antagonist for this season in a fact that he's just a guy who wants to get rich. At this point in this season, he changed from being that shitty guy back in 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 season 4 as well as back in Karate Kid 3 to just being a guy who wants to get rich. His motivations were such a childish set of motivations and it just made me laugh. It turned it into something a lot different than what it was in a sense. I mean, I can understand why you why you'd view it that way. I just, I don't agree. Like, I still think he was a bad, like, he was a villain. He was. He was. But they turned him into a kid show villain and not a villain villain in, like, in something that we would see in, like, a more teen or mature show. They turned him into the spy kids villain or some shit like that. Like, which, I mean, that's, this show is a a, a kid show. It's, like it's not, but it is. It it stood it's it stood the line between like a very mature young kid, like closer to young adult, but or not young adult, but like closer to teen, but maybe preteen show. But now with the motivations of Terry Silver, it, to me, it's turned full on kid show. Yeah, I will say the 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 thing I found most kind of annoying about this season was the first, like, two or three episodes when it was Johnny and Robbie in Mexico looking for Miguel. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like that whole plot line was just pointless and didn't ha- really have, like, a, a good resolution. It it, it 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 had some character development between Johnny and and uh, Miguel, but... Or not Miguel, uh, Johnny and uh, Robbie. But you're right that it didn't really flesh out anything between... Robbie Miguel, like it, it, it should have built up more of a relationship between the two kids than Johnny and Robbie. It just, yeah, I was, I was fifty fifty on that storyline, especially like I could have done without him finding his dad and finding out that his dad's an absolute dick or whatever. Like, because yeah. what are they? Are, are they just? Are they going to use that as fodder for future seasons? Like, is he going to be the villain in like season seven or eight or something like that? Yeah, and that, that's gonna... the thing. Like, it just, it seemed pointless. 
Yeah, it was it was straight up it was it was a villain set up for a potential future season if they get it. Yeah, and odds are like I, I have a feeling next season will be the last. Probably. Like I'll, like some of the actors even said it, like they're getting too old to pull off like eleventh graders. Uh well yeah. I mean they're they're already the characters themselves are too old for the Valley tournament. Which is why they had to bring in this secondary tournament in this season. Because they announced last season that it was all of the kids last All Valley Karate Tournament. Yeah. And like I know in the eighties, like um oh fuck. Uh what's his name? What's the what's the actor's name? Ralph Macchio. Mm-hmm. Um he was like thirty when he was filming that movie, but like He though he he did look young back then though. Yeah, he looked young and it was also the eighties and in the eighties and nineties, like all the actors were at least seven years older. Like yeah. fucking um Luke Perry played a teenager when he was like forty seven in nine oh two one oh. Yeah. And same thing, like, the Power Rangers were all in, like, their mid-twenties playing, like, ninth graders. Yeah. But, yeah, I enjoyed this season a lot. I actually, I ended up telling Erica after I finished it, I'm like, I know you didn't have any interest in this, but I think, like, it checks off enough boxes that if you can get past the first season, you might actually really like this. Because it kind of, it's got a very, like, shonen anime vibe, if you, like, break it down. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, over-the-top villains, like, like, crazy fights, like... It hits a lot of those same marks that, like, a Naruto or a Bleach or a One Piece hit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Training montages. All the training montages. I love them. I love the egg <laughs> montages. The, that the that was good. The and stuff. Them having to do the, um, like, the demonstration for the, the, the thing, the, to- the other tournament. Yeah. I thought that was good, too. Especially when, um, when Sam kicked the watermelon all over the guy. Yeah. And he was just all into it. He's like, no, it's like Rocky. This is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope it hasn't been renewed yet for season six. But no? it's it's popular enough that hopefully Netflix doesn't do a Netflix. It'll definitely get it should definitely get a season six just to wrap it up. Let's let's not assume it's Netflix. Um they are True. bad about that. True. Um they cancel like uh shit. Drew, what was the name of that wrestling show that Netflix had? The women wrestling show, do you remember? Uh Glow? Yeah, that one. That got renewed for a final season, and then they canceled it, like, after the fact, because they just decided they didn't want to do it anymore. That's that's bull. Yeah, like, Netflix is very bad about that stuff. And with their subscriber counts, like, plummeting month to month, like, they're more likely to cancel stuff because people didn't watch the whole thing on day one, because that seems to be how they base their stuff. Yeah. Um. But anyway, other, other than that, I did also watch uh, Hocus Pocus 2, and uh, contrary to what Richie said, that movie was actually fun. It it didn't have the same like charm as the first one, but they did a good job with it. Like they d- they did a good job making a sequel to a thirty year old movie for ch- for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forgot. I I always forget the beginning of that movie. Like the sisters are all old because they haven't had like a child to like suck the life force from in a long time. Mm-hmm. So like them being old at the beginning of this movie works out too. And, like, with makeup and movie stuff, like, they don't look as old as they actually are either. Um, but by just never letting them suck the life out of a child, like, they don't ever have to explain why they all look 30 years older. Yeah. Um, but the the only kind of, like, downside I thought to this one was they didn't find a way to incorporate any of the original characters other than the witches. And, like, I don't think it would have made sense to have them be, like, a prominent part, but, like, at least, like, a cameo or something like that. Because they did have a bunch of Easter eggs, um, but that was kind of about it. Okay. But, yeah, it was enjoyable, and 
Drew, uh, since Richie already gave us his opinion, what what do you think of Hocus Pocus? You probably don't like it, I assume. It, it, it's fine. Huh. Like... It's a kid's movie. Like... Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't... I enjoy it for, like, the nostalgia's st- sake, but, like, I know it's not a good movie, but, like, the actor... The adult actors, at least, lean into it. And, like, you can tell mm. they're just having fun with it. Um, And, like, the, the, the teenage kid actors, like, they're all fine. Like, they, they do a, a commendable job. I feel like... The kids in this one were better, um, and there was no, it wasn't like a romance story like it was in the first one. It was like, okay, it was three friends that like one of the friends was kind of like estranged from the other two because she had like gotten a boyfriend, um, but like they didn't have that like weird like romance thing. And they, they actually had a scene where like the bully kid from the movie, like, and he wasn't a bully the way like the two kids in the original were, but like he was the one that would like make like jokes and stuff like that about people, um, because like the one girl like. She was very into witches and stuff. Um, and like late in the movie, like they call him out on it and he's just like, what do you mean? Like you're into that. So I call you that. And like he has this like epiphany moment. He's like, wait, have I been, have I been mean to people? Like I didn't know it. Like he was stupid. Um, he's like, I have to apologize to so many people. And it was funny because like he had that like Phoenix down moment of, oh, I didn't know that was being mean. I'm an idiot, but I enjoyed it. Um, I don't think I'd necessarily have to watch it again. Like, Erica really likes the first one, so we usually watch it around Halloween. Um, I don't see us necessarily watching this one every Halloween, but if it's on something, like, I'm not going to turn it off. Yeah, I mean, it, like, I have zero nostalgia for the first one. Uh, I watched it so many times in grade school, so many times on, like, trips around that time, and I just think it's such a boring, stupid, bad movie that I'm just like... I I never need to see Hocus Pocus 2. Never. It's just, I have zero interest in it. These movies were just, like, I love campy silliness, but this movie was just over the top, and just, I don't, I just don't care for it. Well, maybe you should just give the sequel a chance and find out if you do hate it. I mean, no. Nah. I mean, we just watched Swiss Army Man. It can't be worse. That is a valid I mean, point. it can be, because oh. I, didn't, I didn't think Swiss Army Man was bad. I enjoyed it. I'm going to check my letterbox because I don't remember what I gave. So I gave Hocus Pocus 2 three and a half stars. I gave Swiss Army Man one star. Mm -hmm. So Hocus Pocus 2 at least two and a half stars better than Swiss Army Man. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. I would probably give Swiss Army Man about a two and a half, three star. Which, based on your rating, is still maybe a half a star off, right? You gave it three and a half. Um, So it's, it's negligible at this point, but... If you have zero nostalgia for a movie made for nostalgia, you're not going to like it, whether it's good or bad. No, I mean, you, well, you, no, are, you are right. But like, you, not saying you won't like it, whether it's good or bad, but you won't like it if it's not a good movie. Yeah, and like, I'm, it is not, you know, it's not Citizen Kane. Assuming Citizen no. Kane's actually good. None of us have ever, ever seen <laughs> it. Um, but like, they did a good job. Like, it, it's very, it, it, like you said, it was, 100% made for nostalgia, and then, like, also for, like, a younger audience. So it's one of those movies where, like, they want parents to watch it with their kids, and the parents to notice, like, the Easter eggs and stuff like that from the first one, and the kids to just enjoy it for the movie that it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, it's good. If you have Disney+, Plus and you don't hate the first one, like Richie, um, it's worth watching. And they're, they're both on there, so you can watch them back-to-back. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. 
And I'm glad people are finding enjoyment out of it. I don't know. You sound like you're mad that people enjoy it. No, I don't. I If you like it, that's good for you. I just have zero interest in watching it. I mean, Drew, I don't know about you, but that sounds very passive-aggressive. It does sound a bit passive-aggressive, but Like, also... I'm sorry you're mad at something. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, I'm 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 glad I I am glad people enjoy things. Like I'm whether I like something or not, I'm glad you enjoy it. But it's not for me. It's I, I'm glad you find enjoyment out of something in general. Like anybody who finds enjoyment out of anything, even if 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 even if a murderer finds enjoyment out of murdering, I'm glad you find no, enjoyment out of that. No, 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 but, no you no, just you went but too far. That's wrong. You just went too far. Yeah, that's wrong. Go back. I don't. I, I like it's it's cool that you find enjoyment out of it. You no, shouldn't, it's not. though. No, no, it's, no, it's, not. it's not. Stop. <laughs> it's just wrong, okay? It, it, that That is right. The other part, no. I'm, no. I'm glad you found something you like, but that's not something you should like, okay? That's that's just how it is. <laughs> that's just how it is. Speaking okay? of things that you shouldn't like, Rich, how was Resident Evil Zero? Let me tell you, Resident Evil Zero is rough. There is very little room for margin of error in that game. Um... To the point that I had to restart and play it again. Um, you you were like six hours in, you said? I was... I had played for six hours. I was only about halfway through, and to somebody who already... Who, who then goes and plays it the next day, that's only about three hours in. Um, minus cutscenes and whatnot. Um, yeah. I, speed run records are about an hour, are, are 52 minutes exact based on one video I was watching, but I haven't looked at nice. speed run records since then. So, like, this game is roughly a 10 hour game, um, depending on your pacing. I'm usually a little bit faster at Resident Evil games, so I'm usually, like, under that, that mark. Um, with being able to skip the cutscenes and everything when I played it the second day, I beat it in about six hours. Maybe a little over, I can't fully remember. But yeah, it took me six hours to get to a boss that if you are not prepared at all and and you save right before it, you're fucked. Because it gives you a save room right before this boss and then the boss happens. Like you step out of the save room and the boss happens. So you could save and put yourself in a bad position to oh, have that does a, suck. Yeah, have a really shitty time. Um, and it gets to a point where, like, I had zero healing items. So here's, in my opinion, the worst part about Resident Evil Zero. It's not the fact that you have to manage two characters. That is a bad part about Resident Evil, but it's not the worst. The worst part is there are no item boxes in Resident Evil Zero. However, you can put items down on the ground and they will always be there. So it's like a 50-50, but if I put something on the ground in the main hall... I have to go all the way back to the main hall to pick it up. And gotcha. throughout throughout the game, you go to more and more different locations to where as I was getting ready to go, like, on my second playthrough, when I went to go fight the Bat Boss, which was the boss I had to stop at the day before, I actually grabbed everything I, ne- I had in the main hall to bring outside the church because I knew the church was leading into the next portion of the game. And so I didn't want to have to backtrack all the way to the main hall to get things. I still had to backtrack to the main hall to pick up everything I could to get to the boss. And it's just, it is, it's, 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 it's just ridiculous how little there, a margin of error there is in that game, uh, in Resident Evil Zero. Cause like I had, I somehow had zero health 
um, with both characters. My, uh, you play as Rebecca and as, um, what's the other, what's the guy's name? Uh, Billy. You play as Rebecca and Billy, and Rebecca was in Caution, or Danger, pretty much the entire six hours that I was playing that game. Because every, every time I would get a healing item, I would heal, and something would happen, something stupid, and she'd be dead again. Or near death. Um, turns out, this is early 2000s uh, development uh, from Japan. She's weaker than the guy. She can't take as much damage because she's a small, frail girl. So you're supposed to play most of the game as Billy because he's stronger and take more hits. And so if you have a full healing item, that he- that technically does more healing on Billy than it does on Rebecca because Rebecca ha- can take less damage. And that's kind of aspects of the game that I really didn't like was, like, Billy had to do the pushing and the heavy lifting because he's a big, strong man, while she, Rebecca, is smart. So she's the only one who can combine herbs. And that's it. That's the only special ability she has. Like, she can't move things. Oh, that's stupid. She can't lift things. Like, she can combine herbs and can combine chemicals, which there's one puzzle that requires you to combine chemicals. It is, it's, 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 it's bad, in my opinion. Like, it's bullshit that they would do that. Like, oh, women can't move boxes. Like, that's, this isn't me saying it. This is straight up Resident Evil saying, this small frau girl can't push a crate. So you heard it here, guys. <laughs> Rich says girls can't move crates. Like, it was, and I was complaining about it the entire time I was playing. Like, I gotta go do this puzzle as Billy, because... She can't, like, there's a point where, um, you have to go raise, um, a chain, uh, uh, for, like, raise a cage, and she has to go grab an item from under the cage, uh, where you need Billy to pull the crank, pull the lever, uh, or, or to turn the crank so that the pulley could lift the cage. Wasn't well, that what a pulley system's for, to make it easier to where you don't have to be the strongest man in the world to lift a friggin' 600-pound cage? Like, that's exactly what it's for. So why couldn't she be the one that lift it, and he be the one that goes and gets the item? You know why? Because she needs to be the damsel in distress. Because when you pick up that item, a centipede monster comes and grabs her. And now you, as Billy, have to rescue Rebecca. Yeah, that's because. Stupid. And there's another point where you need to... She's the only one who can fit through this vent because she's skinny. And then you have to go rescue her. Twice in this game, she be... This, this police officer... This medic police officer has, is, is the damsel in distress. And I'm just like, why, why did you force this? Like, it should be either one of them. Like, it shouldn't be forced. Where's Resident that, Evil Zero from? Uh, GameCube era. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> but like, besides that, after getting into the flow of things and like, I actually watched a speedrun the day, the day that I did my first six hours and was having the hardest time in the world. I watched a speedrun. And understood a lot more about how to play the game and everything. And, um, it, it made it easier for me the next day. Like, I, I wasn't doing speedrun stuff. I wasn't doing, like, uh, sequence skips or anything like that. But, like, I understood what was next, what needed to be done and everything. And, like, overall, the game is solid. Um, so you cheated. I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. I don't cheat. know. It sounds just... like you cheated. <laughs> no. Because I still needed to play the game. I might, uh, I didn't follow any of the solves for any quests. Or not quests, puzzles. Like, I didn't pay attention to any puzzle solves. 
I just paid attention to, like, what's next, what's here, what's this point, what's that point. So I knew, I could gauge how far I was, how much longer I might have had. So I knew, like, if I could, if I needed to push to play more, or if I was still going to have a couple of hours. It helped me gauge my time to know how much longer I needed or should be playing for. So I could get this done in the two days that I wanted it done. But, like, overall the game was, it's fine. It's not, it's definitely not my favorite Resident Evil. Um, it sits on list at number two right now because I've only played two in this marathon so far. Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 0. So Resident Evil 1 takes place precedence at number one. And Resident Evil 0 is number two. So it's technically last place, but it's also I, only second place. I, I was just going to say, it is the worst Resident Evil. Yeah, so far it is the worst Resident Evil in the two that I've played. Um... But I know it's it's not going to beat... I know for a fact it's not going to beat Resident Evil 6. I know I'm going to have so many complaints about 6, and that's going to be at the bottom of the barrel. Resident Evil 5 is iffy. I remember... What if it's not, though? What if 6 is better than 0? It's not. It's not. It's a higher number, though. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's an action game. So? There's, there's not a lot of puzzles, and um, it's just... It's, it's super linear. It's not like, it's not Resident Evil is the problem. And that's the same issue with 5 as well. It's, it's super linear. There's not a lot of like exploration and trying to uncover things and mysteries and puzzle solving and key looking for. It's just, you go. That 5 was better than 6 though. Though 5 what? is better if you, if 5 is better co-op than it is alone. Yeah, 5 is definitely better than 6, especially since the end fight, it's uh, uh, Chris and Wesker on a fucking volcano. In, in, not on, in a volcano. Like, on the fucking lava, in a volcano, punching each other in the face. Yeah. So, um, it's definitely better than Zero, but it's not, it, it's, I, I'm, it's, for me, I feel like, and these rankings are 2 and 3 remake, and not 2 and 3 original. My rankings are going to be Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 5, zero six right now i have not played eight so i can't put that but this is where in my mind everything is gonna lie until i get through the rest of them <clears throat> that's i mean like i get that yeah it's just they they took such a drastic change in five and six to make it not survival horror that like they're just they're not the same i also i i keep making this joke to the to, to other people like i went into october saying we're gonna do resident evil because i want to do spooky um Instead, I decided to do body horror with Resident Evil. Because they're not really that scary of a game. It's just all sorts of fucking body horror shit. That is true. Unless uh, you're playing, like, at night in the dark by yourself, then they can... There's some, like, jump scares. Yeah, there there was uh, once or twice in Resident Evil 1 that I did have a jump scare here or there. Um, I might have clipped one of them. But, yeah, Resident Evil 0 overall, it's definitely not my favorite. It's not... It's close to the worst. But it's also, like, zero, like, the difference between zero and six are, or, like, zero, five, and six are, like, fucking drastic. Like, the level of, like, like, zero would probably be at a 50%, whereas six would probably be at, like, a 20%. If, if like, that's how far off the level of it being the worst is. But no, you never played six, right? I've played six. I played six. Oh. I played... Every every uh, scenario of six, with the exception of Ada, because that was unlocked like a few months for free after you after the game came out, and so I never actually got around to, back around to playing it. But I did play it. I played it on the uh, on the three sixty. Oh, okay, 
For some reason, I thought that you had said before that you hadn't played them. No, that's the, the, I've played, I have played every Resident, now at this point, um, cause I mean, I did play Resident Evil Zero back in the GameCube, I just don't think I ever beat it, um, but I have now played every Resident Evil to date, with the exception of 8 right now. 8 and Code Veronica, but we're only counting numbered games right now, cause that's all I've got. I don't have Code Veronica available anywhere. So next year, <laughs> for Halloween, you're gonna do Silent Hill? Uh, no, um... I don't know what it will do next year, but that's next year. We'll figure that out. Silent Hill. It's if if I can get them all available on Steam, maybe. Um, we might try some other sort of spooky games throughout next year. By next year, maybe The Forest Two should be out. Sons of the Forest. Um, maybe I might save like Clipso Protocol and um, a Dead Space remake for next year. Who knows? Um, we'll we'll figure that out. That's that's all next year. But um, I I have a I have a question to ask you guys. Sure. All right. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer a rigorous mountain climbing expedition? Do you prefer a hike in the woods, or do you prefer a nice stroll, um, like in the park? None of which the are, above. Which just just of those three options? If you're given those three options of difficulty, which do you prefer? Uh, I don't know. Probably the woods. The woods. The hike in the woods. Andrew, I mean, I don't want to do any of them. They all sound like shit. If if somebody say a video game says to you, which is your preference: a rigorous mountain climb, a hike in the woods, or walking on the park? A walk in the park. Which do you prefer? I mean, if we're talking game difficulties, I want the middle road of the time. So you're gonna go also with a hike in the woods? Sure. Well, congratulations, guys. You did the same thing I did and took easy mode. Wait, and what's walk in the park? Like, super easy? Easy, easy mode. Very easy mode. If there's three options, there is not hard, easy, and easier. No. Like, there's it hard, is, it's, normal. It's very easy. easy, easy, normal, and then hard and hardcore don't unlock until you beat it on normal mode. Oh, okay. So mountain well. climbing is hard. It's normal mode. I beat Resident Evil 1 in this in this playthrough on easy mode because I picked the normal, the middle option. I feel like that doesn't count. You have to do it again. Games, no, don't name your difficulties dumb shit and not make it clear. Exactly. Whether, like, who, like what's what. Unless you have the description underneath. Name it whatever yeah. you want, but have that description of like, you know, right. this, this is a standard style of play. This is for people yeah. that want it a little easier or a little harder. Or, or you just have a picture of the main character's head and it's bloodier or not and the or, easiest mode he's wearing like one of those baby hats with a pacifier exactly or, or just say very easy easy and normal right. no, let me know no let me know that hard is not an option right away that's my problem now is i did not know that hard was not an option so i chose the middle ground because i wanted normal which is like and yeah. if there was no other description on there, like I feel like that is what almost everyone would choose. Yeah, and guess what? I didn't unlock hard mode. I didn't unlock hard or hardcore mode by beating it on easy. Question: What yeah. di- was the difficulty defaulted to? I think it was defaulted to the top one. I don't remember though. Okay, so now there, like, there's like the slight counter but, is like the d- normal is default. I but. You have three options of increasing difficulty 
the to to me like I'm always given when when you go into an options it starts at the top Ex- it, with the exception of when you're picking difficulty you're right Drew it usually starts in the normal but if I go into an option menu it stops it starts at the top option it doesn't start in the middle for me it'll start at the top option but I'll go down to whichever one I think I want to do but if you don't tell me if you do not tell me that there is a very easy mode I'm going to assume that the middle option is the normal difficulty. Generally inclined to agree. Like, and, and it's just, it made me so, cause, and, and it discouraged me a little bit. I, I found out yesterday, like almost, almost near the end or at, near the end. It was in the labs of Resident Evil 1. And, uh, so I, I had so many healing items. And, uh, somebody brought up like, what, what difficulty are? I'm like, I don't know. I picked, uh, a hike in the woods. Or whatever. He's like, was it, were these the options? I'm like, yeah. And I picked the hike. He's like, oh, you picked easy mode. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you picked easy. I'm like, bro, it still takes eight shots per fucking zombie to kill. You telling me that's easy? He's like, yeah, it's actually 12 per zombie if, uh, if you're on normal mode. It's four shots per, per difficulty level. I'm like, that, that is very stupid. I'm like, that's, that is like, Eight shots is a lot. I mean, I ended the game because I skipped a lot of zombies, skipped a lot of fights, or just was very smart with my weapon. Like, I ended the game even trying to waste ammo with, like, close to 80 pistol ammo, and then, like, uh, at least two full full uh, clips of the shotgun. I had, at one point, 24 grenade ammo with my grenade launcher, and I barely used that weapon in that game. Um, I ended up, I ended, went to the end of the game with over 30 Magnum ammo. And I was just like, cause I was like, you know, I'm skipping a lot of zombies or I'm not encountering a lot because I know that I have to burn them. So I don't have to worry about the crimson heads coming back and whatnot. So it doesn't surprise me that I have this much ammo because I, I know ways to avoid certain zombies and whatnot. So like the ammo thing wasn't shocking me, but it was like, man, I have a lot of health items so many health items that like i didn't bother organizing my item crate because it would have just it would have been too much organization well, needed did it didn't having all that stuff clue you into it was a little easier no because i've beaten the game before so i figured i i was doing good <laughs> like i i i know a lot of the zombie places like i'm not good enough in this game for like speed runs or anything but after having played and beat it now i could probably get through it in a single sitting um, maybe in less than, maybe in less than six hours, maybe. Um, but like, I know these games. I know that game to the point that like, I know when to kill zombies, when I don't need to, when to not worry, when to avoid things. I know, I, I don't, I try not to overheal in these games, especially after playing Resident Evil Zero, which had zero, like literally zero margin of error. Um, I wasn't trying, I was, I make sure not to overheal, I make sure only to heal when they're in danger and whatnot like that, and I wasn't going into danger a lot, because in Resident Evil 1, there are a lot of ways to avoid zombie encounter, especially if you're playing the original Resident Evil that doesn't have the Crimson Heads, or if you just make sure to burn multiple zombies at a time to save your resources. But, like, even the damage being dealt to me was high as hell. I was running around as Jill, and I would get grabbed by a, um, grabbed by a Cerberus, and it would take me down to danger from fine. So, like, I was- actually rough. I was still getting a lot of damage dealt to me. So, it seems like the difficulty is they give you more healing, and they make the zombies die faster, 
but they still deal as much damage. Oh, this says uh, I found a thing that has the like difficulty levels, mm-hmm. and this says that enemies deal less damage in taking a walk. Mo- oh wait, never mind. That was taking. Yeah, a walk, it's but... taking a walk. I I, I okay, did I did yeah. a hike. Uh, it says deal a bit of damage. Okay, yeah. You know that what's is real still dumb? A silly way to do I, that. I, I mean, you here's know the thing. Hold there on, are wait. still there are still zombies and creatures like the hunters that can kill you in one hit at full health no matter what. There are creatures in those games that can kill you in one hit no matter what difficulty you're on, which is what doesn't cue you into thinking that you're in a lower difficulty. Because I took several one hit kills at times. Man, you can't even uh, get through yeah. easy mode without uh-huh. dying. I didn't know it was an easy move. <laughs> but like I even I even I even said while I was on stream, I flat out said, I'm mad at myself for dying when I did, because I'm in easy mode. Like I took this I was taking a lot of this game very nonchalantly, very like very serious, but also very kinda slow. Um and like there was one point I went and fought a boss, not even realizing I was going after a boss, and it took me no problem. And I think that's when it keyed into me and some of my viewers. I was like, "Oh, this might be easy mode." Um, but then I tried Resident Evil Two on hardcore mode, uh, and I couldn't even make it to the um to the police station. So it's yeah. uh, I I went I went to normal and it was fine. Um, I couldn't. Did you did you started two already? Yeah, we started two last night. The I I got to the uh, police station. And, and, um, got the knife. So it's, uh, we're maybe 45 minutes in. Um, but we started it last night because we got through Resident Evil by like nine. And I was like, I'm not going to stop now. I'm going to keep pushing. We've only been on, we've, we've been live for about three hours at the time. I'm like, I need to get a start, a head start on two because of the because limited. Because you sucked at zero and you have to get better. Well, I was expecting two, two, two playthroughs of zero. Um, but I wasn't expecting two six-hour playthroughs. And that's really what, like, sort of discouraged me, is it took me six hours and zero to realize I was playing wrong, to have to restart and then beat the game in the same amount of time that I played it the day before. Yeah, that, that does suck. So you probably assumed that, like, you'd make a bunch of progress the first day, you'd finish it the second day, and then start the, the next one. Yeah, like, I was hoping, I was hoping I, I would have been able to do what I did with Resident Evil 1, Yesterday was like get most of the way through six on the first day, and then on the second day, which I also lucked out to be able to do a full six-hour stream on Sunday. I originally had plans that got canceled because of the rain, so that's also like this is why I'm like I am on schedule, but still a little behind because I did have that full six hours and not only like a short four or five. Right. Like, oh, I mean, five, like, but a short three or four instead of a full six. And then, are you playing them through on both characters, or are you just doing it with one? Any game that has... So, Resident Evil Zero and One, you are not required to play the game with both characters in order to get the true ending. So, uh, I, you, I... Well, technically, Resident Evil Zero, you have to play the game with both characters, because you, you actually have to control both characters at the same time. Um, Resident Evil 1, you do not need to play as both characters to unlock the true ending, so I didn't play as Chris. I only played as Jill. Resident Evil 2, you have to play as both characters to unlock the true ending. So, because also both characters have two separate storylines. Right. Um, Claire deals with the little girl while Leon deals with Ada. And then there's a whole scenario B situation where you have your final confrontation with William on the train. 
Um, then Resident Evil 3, there's only one character. Resident Evil 4, there's only one character. 5 it was co-op, and you played n- uh, next to each other. And I can't remember if you were able to switch between the two or if you just pick one. So I that, believe you can switch if you're playing by yourself. Um, so that's only sure going to be... That's only going to be one playthrough. Um, and then Resident Evil 6, it's, I think, three sets of characters, each with their own storyline that kind of merge and go within each other at times. Um, but it's like two, two, and two. So it's like I have to play each storyline. I don't necessarily have to play each character, but I have to play each storyline. Um, and then seven and eight only have one character. So seven, uh, I will do the, I'll at least do the Chris, um, DLC. I don't know if I'll do the 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 other DLC. I don't think that's not really part of the main story. That's not like post anything. It's like a prequel type thing. I think I can't remember. So I don't really know if I have to do that or if I'm gonna do that DLC. But Resident Evil Eight, I'm gonna try to get through it by the 28th so we can do the DLC as well. I'm hoping actually um, that we actually don't get into Resident Evil Eight until the 28th so I can get the DLC and play Resident Evil Eight. In third person view. Oh, that's right. I forgot the DLC comes out with that. Yeah, because the DLC storyline that they have is third person. So they yeah, because you play as it. um Ethan's daughter like fifteen yeah. years later or something. Yeah, yeah. You played seven, right? I did play seven, and I was um I wasn't all for it, but I wasn't against it. It was just it was a different kind of Resident Evil, um, because it's first person and it just doesn't really feel all. Right, because it is, you don't move as fast, you're, you're like, I don't know, it's just, it's weird playing this game in first person. Um, and it's just a weird, wild, trippy game in general. Which, I did not finish 7, but I played like a, a good chunk of it, and it is a weird fucking game. It is. It's, it's weird, and then it just gets even weirder the more notes you read, and the more you learn, and then the final boss is just insanely ridiculous, and... It's it, it incorporates some new like umbrella. It, it 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 teaches you about or not even really teaches you, but you it's the first time you see the information for Umbrella Blue, which is like the new umbrella that's out to stop bioweapons ran by like Chris and the former Stars members and such. I think Chris runs it. I don't really know. Right? It, isn't it, that why Chris is in the DLC? Well, yeah. So he is in the very end of Seven. He rescues you after you're done fighting the boss. He rescues you. Um. And he gives you, like, your cell phone or something. And then you play as him, like, exploring the mines or something. I can't fully remember. I vaguely, like, I, I didn't play it, but I do, I vaguely remember reading that. Or seeing mm-hmm. it on something. Yeah. But, yeah. Resident Evil, guys. I love those games. I'm so, so re- go ahead. So, real quick, before we potentially move on. Cobb, what do you think hard mode is called in Resident Evil 1? So, they're all based on, like, some sort of activity. Th- that's what we know. No, but I'm asking, like, like they, it keeps that trend? I'm asking you to guess what hard mode is called. Um, Climbing Mount Everest. Richie, do you know what hard difficulty I, is called? Uh, no, because I did not unlock it. It's just fucking called hard! <laughs> well, see, that's a thing, like... <laughs> it does... When, when you start the game, does it ask you those questions and it just asks you hard mode? Like, that's... This... Like, what question does it ask you when you jump into the game? I... I... I don't know, but the thing I looked up had the names and then just hard. Yeah. And then there's also a true survival or real survival yeah. difficulty. But Which, yeah, it's those three dumb things and then hard. 
Yeah. That is very <laughs> stupid. Like, what the fuck? One or the other, Capcom. One or the other. You gotta love GameCube-era remakes that then get remastered into old uh, PlayStation 4 updates. and uh, It's just... This, the, the, this version is a mess in general because it's... It's the GameCube version that got remastered. So the GameCube version is also is already sort of a re- it, it is a remake because it adds the the crimson heads, it adds an extra boss or two. Um it adds uh yeah, cuz it adds uh, Agatha or whatever her name is the, the the invincible character. Um like it adds quite a bit. Um and then they remastered that and that was available on like PlayStation 4. Maybe like three and four or something. It was a free PS Plus game a while back. Like it is, it is just it's it's an up, it's a remake of an upgrade of a whatever this or that. And like this was before they started like the Resident Evil two, like way before they did Resident Evil two and three. It's like it was GameCube that they remade the first Resident Evil game, and then they waited what ten years to remake Resident Evil two. Wow, uh, was it really that long? Was it only ten years? It was probably more. Um. When did Resident Evil? Oh, yeah, Evil... no, because Resident Evil 1 was GameCube, the remake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like 15 years. Yeah. Maybe maybe more. Wow, yeah, that's crazy to think it was that long between remakes, and then, like, basically back-to-back they did 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. So the HD remaster was 20, it was 2002, and, um, and then Resident Evil 2 remake was, hold on, this is not coming up with what I wanted. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Because fr- I, I wrote Resident Evil, oh no, because I wrote Game, it still had the GameCube in the search. Uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake was 2019, and then uh, Resident Evil 3 was 2020. Well, I, thought was- actually, I thought Resident Evil 3 was actually longer ago than that. Nope. Huh. Like, before, was like, time PC doesn't matter. Port for That was like Resident 2015. Evil? The Resident Evil PC port? Yeah, the that. Version. I thought you said PT, I'm sorry. Let's see. I'm just checking my... Uh, just checking Steam for when it shows as a release date on there. So looking up, uh, 2015, yeah, Resident Evil PC port was 20. So the the HD uh, oh, so a remastered was... HD version of the HD remake version of the game from 1998. So uh, well, and it was 13 years from the GameCube version to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, all... that is an insanely big gap. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, but that's the thing, like, in, in those 13 years, in, um, in that time, they had Resident Evil 5, 6, and 7 all come out, as well as Umbrella Chronicles and some of the Mercenaries games, which, like, some of them aren't canon anyway, they're just, like, co-op games or multiplayer versus games and whatnot, arcade games, but, like, they had a lot come out between all of that to where, like, there wasn't a lull in Resident Evil for sure, but there was definitely a lot of time between the remakes. But, you know, maybe, maybe you need, maybe, maybe there should be like 13 years between remakes. Or, but if you're gonna remake a game, maybe wait 13 years? 15 years? And not 10? Not 5? You know? Yeah, and you know, I, I almost ma- feel like they should have remade one again. Then, just oh, so no, that no, no. like 1, 2, and 3 were all on that same like updated oh. engine. Absolutely, but I feel like I feel like the, it would lose a little bit of it if they did put it. Probably, um, but like I think it would be cool to see Resident Evil One in this new engine. Just I'm the only thing that I'm so happy not to have no more fucking load screens. That's it. That's like that was oh, that, and that's a lot of the speedrunning community in these in these Resident Evil games. But like that was a lot of my 
consideration when doing things was the least amount of load screens, the least amount of doors. How can I get from point A to point B, not necessarily moving the least, but having to load the least? Because the load screens take more time than running around sometimes. Yeah, and at least like now we're at a point now, like for most games, load times almost don't exist. Resident Evil 2, as long as you, like even, yeah, as long as you're like in the, in the police station or in the laboratories or in the area, there is no load time. Like it is all, like it's not all preloaded, but like I'm sure it's procedurally loaded as you're getting to points and whatnot. Like there, you're not loading every time you open a door. So you're not going from hallway to hallway to load each room. It's all loaded, which is nice. Whereas, like, there were times that I had to... So in Resident Evil Zero, here this was the worst thing, or, or like the most egregious set of loads that I had to deal with in Resident Evil Zero. You go fight the bat, um, and after you fight the bat, you need to grab an item. And here's the worst part about the second worst part about Resident Evil Two or Zero as well. A key item takes two inventory slots, and you need it from the beginning to the end of the game. And it is called the hook shot. It is like a grappling hook. So in Zero, you kill the 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 bat. You then have to hook shot onto the roof. So there's load screen one to get onto the roof to then run to the back of the roof and climb down the ladder. That's load screen two, climbing down the ladder. You climb down the ladder, there's no zombies, there's just a switch. You pull the switch, and it lets you know that there's power returned to the elevator. You pick up the one red herb that they have in this back room. That's it, nothing else back there. You go to the door, you hit, you you go through the door. There, that's load screen three, going from the backyard of the church to the side yard of the church. Which, two feet in front of you, is the elevator. Where you press the button and the elevator's door open. So that's load screen number, what is that, four. Where you're in the elevator and you cannot move. You cannot go anywhere. And the elevator, you have the little moving noise and the screen shakes as if it's moving. So technically that's load screen five. Because then you leave the elevator, that's load screen six, into the next hallway. Which is a small hallway that only has one door in it, load screen seven. All within like a 20 minute span because it takes so many fucking loads to get from point A to point point B. And how, I'm just curious, how quick are those loads with like a solid state on like a fairly powerful computer? On, on my PC, I like, I, it's not, it's not long. Like it's, it's the, an, the, the, the loads take longer because it's the animation of the door opening. That's the problem. It has to animate every door opening. So it cuts the screen to black, shows the door and animates it opening. And so, like, let's say 10 seconds per door. Not even. Like, it's not, like, terrible, but noticeable. It's, it's, yeah, because it's, it's not, like, you're not, you know what's going on in the background. You know they're loading the next screen. But it's the fact that on my solid state drive, these load times shouldn't be that long, and they probably aren't. It's just, you cannot skip this animation of a door load. If I, the, the, in Resident Evil Zero, or in Resident Evil 1, the currently the world record uh speed run time is about an hour and a half. I bet you you could cut at least five minutes off of that speed run time if you didn't have to watch the 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 door animations. I bet you you could cut at least five minutes off that. Yeah, you know what? You probably could if like you really went through and like cut all of them out. Yeah, like and it's like it's it's just it just shows like how mu- how little like with modern technology those like. Back then, yeah, you needed those those load screens. You needed entertaining load screens. 
So it was good to hide that load, to, to force more loads by hiding it behind door closes and openings. But at one point in Resident Evil Zero, one of the doors that is a door that you have to load through the entire time gets broken down and you never have to load through it anymore. So they could have just had that open the entire time. But they cut those two load screens down. Like, it's just... it Like, it made sense back in 98 when these games were originally made. Or was it 90, or was it 95, maybe? I think the first one was 96, actually. I know yeah. the games take... I know they take place in 98. Uh, 1, 2, and 3 take place in 98. I can't remember when they were released, though. Um, I'm pretty sure oh, Resident no. Evil 1 was 96. Re- uh, Resident Evil 2 was 1998. According to the wiki, uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake is a remake of the 1998 Resident Evil. But Resident Evil was 96. Probably, yeah. No, I'm um, looking at it. Or no, definitely, yeah. So it's like, back in 96, 98, these load screens, these load times made sense. But now in 2022, they don't. It just, it just, it, 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 that was my, like, as I was ending, I was like, I'm so done with these load screens. I'm so ready for Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake because I don't want these load screens anymore. And then I'll be going back into the load screens in Resident Evil 4, but it's a different play style because you can actually fucking aim in that game instead of just up and down and straight. That is true. So it's, it's a little, plus they have the QTEs and things like that. It's a little bit more of an exciting game than the first, so then Zero and One. That like, Hopefully that should redeem itself. And then, so I, pu- I I pulled up the speed run for the leader for the HD remaster on Steam. Uh-huh. So uh, one of the rules is there's no door skip allowed, because I, I was curious how long the door animations are, and some of them are like six, seven seconds on this. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's a trick for when you're going up or downstairs to mash the square or X button. The, the left face button. Yeah. And, like, they're just, like, stuck in a frame of animation, so, uh, and they just go faster down, up or down the stairs. Yeah, I think you I mash think that's the, the button as you're going down the stairs. It looks so dumb. Oh, yeah, because that's the, it's like, that's like the run button. So, yeah, like that's if, the best part about speedruns. Like, that era of game speedruns, where, like, you mash a button and you do something that looks stupid, but it's, for whatever reason, makes you go faster. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this saves like thirty-five seconds across the entire run. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the yeah. backdash in Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Like you run backwards that whole game because it's faster. But is is there like I don't know if uh speed if they have like a door skip speed run or not? Absolutely, um, I'm sure they do. Because the, if you go to speedrun.com, there are so many categories. Excuse me, categories for games. Yeah, but like, is oh. there is there is there like a world record for with the door skip allowed and without? Uh, the door... Yeah, the door skip speed run time is fifty four minutes, and the non door skip is hour sixteen. So so it cuts you save twenty two minutes off twenty two minutes from not having to watch. I'm assuming that's a mod that stops the door loads. I'm, I'm assuming that's what curious. that means. I'm gonna pull up the video and go through it real fast. Like, I, unless there's a actual specific door that they're talking about, I, I'm assuming that just means you... Fucking you, stair animation, so good! I'll, I'll have to look that up. Oh, it's so dumb. It, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what door skip exactly is, but, like, if it is a mod that gets rid of that animation, but, yeah, this definitely shows them going in a door, and it cuts to black, and then just goes to the next scene, like, right away. Yeah. And it is apparently 
It's a, it's a, it, yeah, it's a mod. It's on thirty Steam. seconds quicker to do the door skip with Jill than with Chris. Yeah. Well, it's uh, mostly because Chris. Pro- there's, pro- it's probably that little bit faster because Chris can only carry six items, or as Jill can carry eight, and Jill also gets the um, the lockpick where Chris has to find small keys. So yeah, yeah that makes sense because it's actually what is it? It's like three minutes faster for the non door skip with Jill. Mm-hmm. Probably for that exact reason that you're. Um, you don't have any of the, the lockpicks and stuff with Chris. Yeah. Man, knife only in hour 22 minutes. That's that's wild. Man, people people get very good at that stuff. Like, they just have it timed perfectly. I mean, I was I was being asked while I was playing, like, why why don't more people use the knife? And it's like, well, then um, you have to be really good to use the knife. Yeah. I've tried it. I'm not that good. Uh, I was on easy mode, and I tried using the knife once or twice. And I was just like, this is, I, no, I died. because Have I tried you thought about getting it. good? <laughs> I mean, I could. I could definitely try to dedicate time into Resident Evil 1 to get better with the knife, so that um, I could try, like, knife-only speedruns or whatever shit. But I just, I don't, I don't find that fun. Right. Next Halloween, 31 days, just Resident Evil 1. No. I don't. Just I, Resident Evil 2. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, so at, least, at least you can mix like, it up and play as different characters. Well, it's it's well, you can, I can mix it up and play as either Chris or Jill. But uh, and yeah, honestly, Resident Evil Two was the, like my first real like I played Resident Evil One, but Resident Evil Two was the one I played multiple times for the first time when these originally came out, like the original Resident Evil Two. Then it's like Resident Evil Four is the game that solidified my love into Resident Evil. So it's like I also never played the original Three Nemesis, so like that's also a thing I never did because I never had it, but. Like, I could probably, with the remake, I could get behind playing that constantly for, maybe get behind playing that constantly for, like, a full month of streams. It's not going to be a full 31 days of streams, but it could be, what do I, I normally do four days a week, so 16 days of streaming of just one game, trying to get the better speed times. But I could, I can't, I can't dedicate, I, I don't find that fun. I, I, I enjoy playing these games enough to where, like, every a couple of years or whatever, picking them back up and playing them, sure. But I don't find it fun playing a game like this over and over and over again. That's valid. That is valid. Um, do you want to want to move along or anything else you have to say about Resident Evil? No, no. Just uh, make sure make sure to climb that mountain, guys. Yeah, apparently. Climb that mountain. That's normal. Normal. It's normal to climb a mountain, guys. <laughs> not, so, not going on a hike. A hike isn't normal. A hike is easy. Climbing a well, mountain, yeah. that's normal. Doesn't sound that hard. You just go on a nice nice little little hike in the woods. Yeah, that's that's easy. A hike is easy. You can, you can't get lost or anything when you're hiking. You can't. Climb that I mountain. Mean, climb that mountain, that's normal. It you is can. easier than climbing a mountain. It is easier than climbing a mountain, but what's more normal? Going for a hike or climbing a mountain? More people cli- go on hikes than they do climb mountains. You don't know that. What's the You're, you're making quite the assumption. Let's... The... I'll bet it's pretty close. Cause I'll bet most of those people do both. Hiking verse. I can't type. I was gonna say this climbing. is taking you a very long time to type. A mountain. Uh, climbing verse hiking article summit post. This is gonna be very geared toward climbing because it's called summit post. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> hiking is basically walking in nature or on any specific trail. You know, I'm not uh-huh. going to do summit post because you're going to say <laughs> that you should climb a mountain. Um, cuz climbing mountains are normal. 
Climbing is a hard step above hiking. I mean, it depends on the hike on the mountain. Here we go. Mortality or in different mountain sports. Oh, it's a it's a friggin' PDF. I don't want that shit. Nah, I click on it. It's probably a virus. You'll be. I I already <laughs> did. So we'll see what happens. Um. Oh, everyone's gonna see what sort of weird porn Richie watches. Yep. The world's most dangerous mountains. Difference between hiking, trekking, and uh, I, I, I honestly know. doubt that there is any solid number. There's no these. statistics on how many people <laughs> hike versus how many people climb mountains. But I yeah, think hiking okay. is more normal than mountain climbing. Okay. Well, not in Japan. They don't think that. You know, you you think they would because don't they only have like two mountains in Japan? No, I mean, like they have mountains all over the place. I don't know. Like, I've only ever seen one mountain in Japan. Well, that's because Mount Fuji's very, like, famous. I mean, and most of the time that mountain gets blown up because aliens live under it or some shit. So, like, that's not even really a mountain. You watch too much Kaiju? Look, it was only, like, six different Godzilla movies that had that theme in it. Anyway, moving along. Um, I got some, I spent some more time with the, uh, with the Steam Deck. And that thing's pretty cool. Uh, so I mentioned last week that I was trying to get, like, some, some stuff running on it. I managed to get, uh, Xbox Game Pass running. Um, it actually, it works really well. Um, it is the cloud streaming stuff, so it's not like games are getting installed. So your wireless does have an impact on that. But I found out that it's, um, the, like the way that you had to work was actually like set up by Microsoft. Like it's not like somebody like cobbled it together and figured it out. Microsoft cobbled it together and figured it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just, it's installing the edge browser in from the desktop mode, adding that to steam and then putting like a little, uh, little execute execution tag in it telling it to load the game pass website in kiosk mode so that when you launch the app from like the steam deck interface it just opens like a game and mm -hmm. it's kind of cool because like it loads up and says like xbox on your screen and like it looks like you're booting into game pass um and i i ran around on a couple things like it's it definitely isn't great for anything that kind of like requires speed I guess would be the best thing. Like I tried that. Um, uh, what was that game that you played last week or the week before, Rich? That you didn't like? Um, the first person, uh, fucking oh, rhythm um, game. Um, um, Metal Health Slinger. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tried that, and because of the latency over the over Wi-Fi, um, could not actually get things to time correctly at all. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I couldn't even get past the tutorial because it wouldn't let me get past those prompts of like hit an enemy three times to the beat. Um, but then I played, like, Power Washer Simulator, and it played perfectly, because that game doesn't really take a whole lot, like, you're not really moving fast in that game. Um, but then after that, I decided to see about getting some emulation up and running on it, and that's super fucking easy. Um, there's a, there's a, a, a whole thing that you can download called EmuDeck, that it just, you run it in desktop mode, it installs all of the emulators. Every emulator you could think of, it installs on it. Um. And then from there, as you install it, it asks you whether you want to install it on the internal memory or onto an SD card. If you install, install it onto an SD card or, or the internal memory, it just makes the folder structure you need and makes all of the um, ROM folders you would need for each individual console. And then you just drop your ROMs into those folders and the system knows like which emulator to launch out of that. Um, so, and I guess like just like disclaimer... I am not downloading games that I don't own in one way or another. Um, so, like, I downloaded uh, Metroid Prime because I wanted to play it as, like, an actual first-person game. I did download the Wii version of it, but, like, I own Metroid Prime on GameCube. So, like, I don't have a good way to play that. So I 
and play it on the Steam Deck. And it plays super well. And there's this, like, emulator, like, add-on thing that they have that I've never heard of before called Prime Hack. That if you load the game into that, it basically defaults it to modern first-person controls. So you can use both analog sticks, like, one to look around, one to move, which you couldn't do on the GameCube. And it moves your shoot button to the right trigger instead of the A button. Uh, the only confusing thing is that's actually remapping your A button to the, the right trigger. Um, which in order to start the game, like the, the, the loading screen says press A to, to start. Um, and I didn't realize that A was the trigger. So I'm, I thought like, I thought there was something wrong with the emulator. Um, so I kept like changing control schemes and all this, like, cause in the app itself, you can just go into any app, um, on the Steam Deck and like change what like controller layout you're using. Um, and they have a bunch of built-in ones from Steam, and then they have a bunch of, like, community-created ones that people just share. Um, so I just kept trying different ones, and it just kept not accepting any inputs. Until I finally just kind of, like, did one of those, like, press every button on the Steam Deck at once, and it suddenly, like, moved to the next screen. And I'm just like, well, I don't know what the fuck I pressed now. So I had to, like, one by one kind of, like, try each thing, and eventually I hit the right trigger, and it worked. I'm like, oh. And, like, once I got into the game and, like, started playing, I'm like, oh, I get it, like... The right trigger is now A. Like, that's what's going on here. Um, but yeah, it plays super well. It actually looks really good, too, because I think it has, like, extra texture packs and stuff like that built into it. Um, and I haven't played Metroid Prime since, like, 2002 when it came out. I forgot that game's actually kind of fun. Yeah, the Prime games are great, man. That's why I want the, uh, the collection to come out. It did come out. Is it coming no, out? No. They, they haven't, they have not even confirmed that they're doing it. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, even playing it this way, like, I would still 100% buy that on the Switch, um, just because, like, I really like those games, like, like, Metroid games in general, and I'd like to give them money for them to, like, indicate that I like those games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, I have a handful of other, other things downloaded on there, um, some stuff that, like, I just haven't played in a long time, um, but mostly stuff that, like, I, I do own, like, I downloaded, like, some Pokemon games, um, the Bouncer for PS2. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle for, for the GameCube. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, c- kind of grabbing games from, like, the early 2000s for the most part. Because, like, it's fairly easy to play a lot of, like, Nintendo and Super Nintendo games that I would want to play at this point. Because a lot of them are just on the Switch Online service. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that, like, early 2000s, like, PS2 GameCube era stuff, like, not as easy to play right now. So, like, I might grab, um, I actually may grab the Silent Hill games because I do own a couple of them. And that's the one thing, like... I'm not against downloading a game that is completely impossible to purchase legally and reasonably, but, like, I do try to at least keep it to games that I do own, mm-hmm. um, within reason, because, like, I don't think you, I do not think right now there is a way to buy Silent Hill 1 that isn't just a used copy from a used game store or eBay for a large sum of money. Uh, yeah, the only Silent Hill game on Steam is Silent Hill. Yeah. So it's, like, in that case, like, you're not giving away to buy it. If somebody has a ROM for it, well, that's the only way to reasonably play that game. Like, pirating it at that point, like, the people that made the game are not losing money. Mm -hmm. If that game was on, like you said, like, if it was on Steam or readily available someplace else, it's a different story. Yeah. But it's not, so pirate it is. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's it's, that thing is very cool so far. Um, I don't really have a lot of, like, modern PC games that I could play on there to really, like, see, like, what it's capable of, unfortunately. Um, one, at some point when something comes out that, like, is a little newer and is something I'd want to play handheld, I will probably actually get it for the, for Steam just to, like, 
kind of put that thing through its paces. Um, I just want to be careful and not buy something that is just going to run like straight dog shit on there and then have wasted 60, 70 bucks on a game that I would have to play on my computer then. That makes sense. I, yeah. I, I get that. Like, you don't, you don't, yeah, you don't want to spend money on something you're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to enjoy your play. So. Yeah, like, it's exactly. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely enjoying that thing. It, it is definitely proving that it is worth the money. And they're apparently becoming way easier to get now. Um, I saw the other day, um, I saw like a Reddit post where a person had put in their, uh, their reservation for it and then got the email. It was ready the following day. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and actually, uh, uh, the client that I just started going to, uh, yesterday, um, their like internal guy I was talking to him and he, he actually said he was getting his today, I believe is when it was due in. But, um, when I asked him when he put the reservation in, he, he put it in like two and a half weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So like they're getting to, it's getting to the point now where like you put your reservation in and within a week you're probably getting it. Yeah. Which is, it's, is awesome. Like good for them for like figuring out like supply and demand in a way that Sony fucking still hasn't after two years. Mm-hmm. It's like you still can't get a fucking PS5. Yeah. I, it's, I still feel like that's mostly, uh, I, I mean, I don't know why they would, they would be doing it now, but I feel like, uh, the PS5 shortages at this point are mostly, um, shit, what's the word? Uh, self-inflicted. Self-inflicted, yeah. Or, there is a, there is a better word for that, but I can't think of it. Um, uh, uh yeah, what is it? <clears throat> Not organized, um, uh, but like, there, there are fake shortages. There are shortages being created by Sony themselves to create, increase more hubbub, but, like you said, it's been two years at this point. There's no reason to have that sort of shortage at this point if they were doing it themselves. So I just saw this message that uh, Drew sent to us a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there are sixteen thousand over sixteen thousand mountains in Japan. That's that's a lie. There's only one. Japan. Lots Japan of just the Japan just gets progressively taller the more away from sea level of Mount Fuji you get. But there's no mountains. It's just. It's all, it, maybe there's two mountains. It's Mount Fuji and it's the rest of Japan becoming one singular tall mountain. <laughs> That's all it is. It's, it's, there's, there's not 16,000 mountains in Japan. That's a lie. <laughs> um, but I guess, are, do, do either of you actually have any interest in getting a Steam Deck? Maybe not right now because they are very expensive, but just in general. Yeah, my next, uh, purchase after I get my new capture card, which I'll be ordering in a few weeks. My next big purchase is going to be a laptop because I'm realizing I just really want to have a laptop. Uh, I kind of feel like I need one at this point. Because, um, like, when it comes to, for instance, we're taking the train this weekend to go to New York two days in a row. I'm like, man, I could be editing some videos and shit like that on my laptop on the way to New York. Okay. can't do that on my phone. <laughs> like, I, I wish I could do that this weekend for an hour and a half, for three hours each day. Six fucking hours I have to edit videos and shit or to write stuff um, you know, at the same time though do you really want to have to lug a laptop around for a full Lap- day laptops to th- these days aren't that heavy like, they're not but it's still like a hassle to like have to carry your laptop and if you're if, if you're trying to get one if you're not getting a macbook and you want to edit video on there you are getting kind of like a large heavy laptop yeah, I mean, it's, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'm, I'm used to having like the messenger bags and big bags and things like that. Like, it, that's not a big problem. But like, I just, I wish I had the capabilities of doing, like, even when I go away to be able to bring that to where like, all right, I'm not doing anything right now. Let me use this laptop for whatever reason or whatnot. Like, cause like there, right now I'm just like, man, there's so many TikToks and, and videos I want to make 
that I have saved videos on my computer I could download from uh, Twitch onto my laptop or whatever that I just, like, I don't really have the time to make them right now. And it's going to be a couple of weeks before I can even think about sitting down to make them. And I just, like, I'm like, at that point, am I going to think it's funny still or not? Yeah. Uh, as as far as uh, Steam Deck goes, not right now. Um, so I just had, I, I was, I muted myself because I coughed. Uh, <laughs> and then you had a and full-on conversation with us without... I- well, I was responding to what you just said, and there was apparently just silence there before you started talking again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. totally silence. Um, yeah. As uh, as I was talking, um, yeah. No, what I, but what I started to say was not to discourage you from a laptop because I think that's a good idea. Um, I think part of part of it too is you have to stop procrastinating so fucking much. Well, it's you it's, need to just do a thing when you want to do a thing. But that's the thing. Right now, the thing that I want to do, it's like, it would be 10, 11 o'clock at night when I'm like, oh, I should put this video together. It's it's not like, like literally this weekend, it, it like, if we if we didn't have Comic-Con, I would be putting these videos together this weekend. Or I would be doing one thing or another this weekend. But because... Would you I, now? I would be. I would be writing stuff down for one of the D&D campaigns or whatever. I would be making, editing these videos and cutting them and putting them on TikTok and, and YouTube and whatnot. Like, I would be doing things like that. Like, cause I, I have them in my head right now. I'm like, I need to, I need to put together a video for this. I need to put together this. I need to put together that. Like, I have a bunch of things. Like, I wanted to, uh, and I don't know if I still have to, but I need to edit one of the episodes that we just recorded of Brose last week. Uh, but luckily I'm the third episode, so I don't have to edit it for another two weeks. But it's like, I could be doing that, but since we have Comic-Con, I could technically still do some of it at 7, 8 o'clock when we get home, when I'm tired and exhausted and don't want to do anything. So, it's like, if I had that laptop for the three hours of the day that we're just sitting on a train, I could write stuff down for bonus action. Or at other least 15 campaigns. minutes before the battery died. No, uh-huh. I mean, I would, no, I'd, I'd be, I'd manage the battery, plus the trains have plugs. No, they so. don't. Most trains, most no, most things have plugs. NJ, those NJ transit trains do not have plugs. I haven't they taken are. NJ. I haven't taken NJ transit train in twelve years. And so. guess what? The trains, with a few exceptions, there are a few new ones. Most of them are twenty years older than the last time you were on a train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they, there's still trains from like the eighties. Yeah, there there is very few um, modern features on those NJ transit trains. You're mm-hmm. you, it you are lucky if you get an actual seat. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, Drew, what about you? Like, do, do you think you'd have any interest in a Steam Deck if if uh one was available to you? N- not for the price. Like, I just I don't see the point in it for me, really. Which like, is fair. Like, like it, it is expensive. Yeah, I, I don't need the handheld PC. Like, it's cool for sure. I've heard nothing but positive things, but I just, it's not a thing I. Yeah, I mean, you're also cool with just sitting in your office and like playing games on your PC. Yep, exactly. Like, same thing for you, Rich. Uh, wait, what was that? What'd you say? I, I, I spaced out for a second. Both of you are good with like just sitting at your computers playing games. Yeah. I mean that's that's also the other thing is I I I game for streaming right now or like most of my PC gaming is streaming so if if I ha- I I don't really have a use for it because I like 
uh, I'd have to figure out a way to stream from it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be playing it. I'd be chilling and watching TV or whatever. There's not going to be a lot of reason for me to play it. Play games for yourself, not for your stream, man. I do, I do that. I do do that. But like, I, most, most of my game, most of the gaming I do right now is for streaming. And like, it's like the time that I do have that I game for myself, like, I, I don't really play. I mean, I, I mean, I haven't touched my console either, but like, I don't know. It's not games that I'd be playing on handheld, or Which if is valid. Were, like I'd be playing it on my Switch anyway. So yeah, like I don't, I don't need, I don't need it because I wouldn't use it. I, re- I just know I wouldn't use it. I mean, you don't use your PS Five yeah, for now, um, and and it's mostly because I game for streaming, and I can't, I can stream my PS Five, but I can't do all the fancy stuff I have with my PS Five streaming. So I don't play on my PS, my PS Five games. Yeah, but you're gonna play once- one PS Five game. God of War, and then you go back to not touching it for another year. Uh, no, but maybe, but like, I'm more, <laughs> I'm more inclined to get Sifu on the PS5 than on the Epic Game Store. Um, I, I want to play through, uh, uh, Returnal, the, like, the DLC content on Returnal. Uh, that's also where I have No Man's Sky, which I would like to maybe play a little bit of again on st- on stream because that was that was the first game I played on stream when I started doing it again was No Man's Sky so it'd be like a f- that's something I wanted to do last year for my one year anniversary was play No Man's Sky on my fir- on my one year anniversary but I ended up not doing it because it's like oh well I wouldn't be able to do the normal stream stuff that I can do well um No Man's Sky <laughs> is on Game Pass now yeah but I have the saves on my PS5 yeah but when was the last time you like, you played over a year ago, right? Yeah, but I played it for a decent amount. Like, I didn't put a small amount of time into it. Yeah, like, I start I, over. It's fine. I most likely would just start over, but it's still, it's it's the idea that I have it on there. Plus, I do want to play Demon's Souls again. I want to play that on stream. Um, and I'm sure there's some PS Plus games that I've gotten or downloaded or whatever that, I've, that I might want to try and check out. So it's just like, I'm more, I, I'll be more pushed to play my PS5 once I have this capture card. Um, but like a lot of, and most of the reason that I have not looked at my PS5 library in a while was because I didn't have the capture card. Cobb, how long ago did we tell him to get a capture card? Uh, Rich, how long have you been streaming for? Um, a year and a half. Well, we told him a year and a half ago, Drew. No, Sounds I about mean, right. <laughs> you, you, you guys told me like a year ago. No, you told me like six months ago. Nah, we definitely have been telling you to get uh, the fucking HD60 forever. No, you definitely told me to get that last week or two weeks ago when I told you I was using my next payout for a capture card. But you might have mentioned it, but the the first time I remember you telling me specifically what to buy was when I was getting my first payout of stream, which was six months ago. Okay, and, you know, maybe that maybe that, that is the first time we explicitly said that brand, but we definitely had been saying get a good capture card the entire fucking time. Yeah, I mean, but like I haven't really needed it up until now. Like I, I had I had something that worked for what I was using it for, but it's not, and that's why I held I've waited so long to get it because I I haven't needed it until now. It's like oh, there's def I definitely want to play God of War on stream. I need this capture card, and technically I don't need it. I could just stream from my PS5. It's just not that good. It's not. It's I can't have the quality of stream that I have through my PC. That's all. Which I I am mostly just busting your balls when I tell you that stuff. But like you you should get a capture like a like a good 
external capture card to make your life a little easier. Yeah, it's the the only thing I'm worrying about now is once I get this thing fucking, I'm gonna have to reorganize my desk again to be able to fit my PS5. No, I mean, the, the, why, like, yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, the Elgato like external ones are super small. Like you can just run um run the HDMI to it. My, I mean, yeah, maybe, but like my PS5 isn't that close to my PC at the moment. It's yeah, but like it, uh, it's maybe, it doesn't like, need to be. I mean, I don't, we'll see. But it's also just cord management. I'm gonna need to make space. Uh, in in I'm gonna need to buy another um power uh or surge protector or two. True. To plug into the plug. Like there's there's a lot. Just don't daisy chain them. Depending depending on no, I know not to do that. But like if if the if if the capture card ha- requires an, a, a plug, then I'm gonna need another power supply. If it doesn't. Then I'm gonna need another um, USB connector for sure. Are you uh, out of USB ports on your PC? Yeah, I was out of USB ports on my PC before I got my Stream Deck. Why? Uh, because I have a mic, a mouse, a keyboard, um, a controller, a headset. Actually, no, four initially: M- mic, mouse, keyboard, controller. Um, your controller. Get a, get an Xbox controller. Stop using wired controller. I have an Xbox controller. It doesn't so connect to Bluetooth. For some oh, you have reason. an older I, Xbox. I have, no, I have an Xbox One Day One controller. Yeah, the it was like the second generation of the Xbox One had Bluetooth. Yeah, so it's that's like so I have that controller plugged in, but um, man, get like, yourself a nice Elite controller. I, I mean, I'm fine with the controller I have right now. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but, man, you get that nice hundred and fifty dollar Elite Series I Two. I don't. You put, I don't. No, you put the, I, those he, those heavy triggers on there. No, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. You don't need it. You don't like. If you think you need a controller to do better in a video game, then you shouldn't. You don't even need the suit at all. If you're nothing without the suit, then you're nothing. Okay, like I learn mean, from Iron Man and, and Spider Man. Like I mean, to be fair though, like the people that like can actually leverage that stuff on those controllers, like it actually does make a difference to them. Yeah, I'm sure it does. To us, it wouldn't. To us, it would just, it would, it, it's totally just feel. Like, whether you want, like, higher analog sticks or, like, squishier triggers. Yeah. And it's, like, for the games I play on this, on, on controller, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that extra whatever. But, like, does your, like, you really only have, like, five USB ports on your computer? The computer came with, yeah, about, probably about five. Um, and then I already bought a um a dock but i have my stream deck my ring light um uh my camera and i mean i have one of the my my the 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 wire that i had that i charge my wireless headset in so it's like i have my wireless headset receiver and charger both plugged in at the same time so that's why i don't have to keep swapping it out so like it's not that big of a deal i can just keep swapping it oh, out okay yeah but like it's still like i have them I have them plugged in right now for convenience because that's what I was doing before was taking out the dongle, plugging in the plug and charging it. But I also am like, I don't really like doing that every day because I'm I'm dumb and this may not be a thing, but I don't want to wear down the ports by unplugging and plugging something in constantly. Uh, I mean, that That is unlikely to happen unless you are some sort of monster. But like at the same time, like if, if you fumble it enough, like you could bend stuff inside yeah. and just cause damage yeah which is why i like ha- it's like it's not as much the dongle as much as it is just having a usb-c port or usb-c to usb 
uh, plug just plugged in at all times in case I need to charge anything that's a USB-C. And actually, some of the newer Elgatos, I think, are USB-C. So you might yeah. be able to just use that with it. Yeah, but then that would mean unplugging the Elgato to plug in headphone charger or whatever, but it's... Yeah, yeah but that, my, wouldn't be a, my... that wouldn't be too bad because you'd be charging it when you're not using it, right? Yeah, but yeah, my charger, my, my, my PC didn't come with a lot of ports at all, which was, it was a shock to me that there was only like five ports total. Yeah, because I think initially, before I got the Steam Deck and the, 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 the ring light and everything, it was my camera, my mouse, my keyboard, um, camera, mouse, keyboard, microphone, and then, yeah, I was swapping in and out either the headset dongle or the charge cable. And then the controller, so six total. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you, you do have a lot of stuff plugged in, but, you know, you can make it work. Yeah, we'll just I have it out. faith in you. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll just, it'll, I'll figure it out. It'll just, I'll have to, I'll have to reorganize my desk again to set up the, the that and make sure that I have a long enough USB cable to reach the Elgato and, and, and then just make sure everything is plugged in and it's just, it's going to be a pain, but I'll figure it out, but... Hopefully we'll be able to, hopefully I'll have it in time for God of War so that we can play God of War on, on stream. Plus, I want to play Mario vs. Rabbids, but I can play that with my current, um, thing. Which, also, if I get this new one, I can actually, that's, that's the other thing I'd plugged in, is my, um, my, my current capture card. Which, then I can just replace those, so it's, yeah, there's a lot plugged into my PC that I can't even remember what's all plugged into it. So the Elgatos are all USB C. Mm-hmm. Are they C to C or or I guess that doesn't actually matter. Never mind. I wonder if they support C to C. I guess is the better question because I imagine that throughput is better. So like you know less latency video streaming. Yeah. But I think that'll probably do it for tonight. I think so. Real quick, uh, uh, Drew. Yes. How uh, how many people were in line? Uh, ahead of you when you tried to play Overwatch 2 yesterday? Uh, zero, according to the screen. That never changed for a little bit. Did you ever get to play? <laughs> nah. Yeah. I, 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 I just, I, I wanted to laugh at that mostly. I knew a bunch of people who had to change their stream plans because they couldn't even get into Overwatch 2 yesterday. Yeah, yeah it seemed like it was a bad surprised. launch. Yeah, I, like, I tried booting it up, like, right at 4, because uh, my friends that I been playing overwatch one with for a while we're like oh we might play tonight and so i was like oh let me like load it up and make sure everything's moved over and whatnot and i couldn't even get in and then i just decided to add pfl stats all night Mm -hmm. (laughs) i had i saw some people that had a 40 to sixty thousand person queue line i believe it yeah it's like look it's any any online only game is gonna have these issues but like blizzard tends to have major issues like this plus i know at least one person who uh cannot access their account and play overwatch 2 at all oh god is it the phone thing yeah so if you have cricket mobile you can't use your two-factor you can't use your phone as a two-factor for uh overwatch 2 so they cannot access overwatch 2 it seems like if you have any prepaid wireless plan, mm-hmm. that is the case. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, they're it's doing a like, major like, issue. Like I'm, I'm all for having two factor, but I feel like they're doing some shady shit with this two factor. Uh, because it's fucking Blizzard. I think everything they do is shady right now. So, uh, well, I mean, well, okay, I guess it's not actually my, technically Microsoft yet. No. I mean, my Blizzard Activision still owns themselves for like the deal doesn't go through for at least another like, year and a half. 
if it ever like goes through. If it does go yeah, through. Yeah, they're still yeah. going through all the, like... Legal. Yeah. Yeah. So, next week, we have Book Club, where we're going to be talking about Midsummer, the horror movie from 2019, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Um, and then Rich and I are going to be at uh, New York Comic Con this weekend. Um, yep. I'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Richie will be there Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday for sure. I might be, I, I and I'll let you know, Nail Cop. I'll probably be meeting some friends for lunch at some point on Sunday because they live up in New York. That's so. fine. I I didn't anticipate that we would be like hanging out the whole time. Like I figured there's stuff I want to do that you probably will not give a single fuck about. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like I have friends that like are going to have tables in Artist Alley that I will probably stop by and chat with for a bit. So yeah, but should be a good time. Uh, but other than that, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. You cannot support us there with your dollars, though. You can go to your favorite podcasting platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, a bunch of other places. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It all matters. It all helps. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline, or at one underscore quest on instagram and twitter our youtube channel is youtube.com slash one quest video and you can always send us emails to social at one dash quest.com and as rich was talking about earlier he'll be streaming all the resident evils through the rest of the month so go follow his uh his twitch channel which is yeah it's twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts um schedule is pretty much just check instagram or twitter or just have your push notifications on if you follow me uh because it's Every day, unless we have a game beaten the day before, then we'll probably be taking. But like, uh, not probably not this weekend. Most likely not this weekend. If I do go live this weekend, it might be for like an hour or so, just to like maybe talk about what I might have got at Comic Con, or if I bought Pokemon cards, maybe open all. I don't know what I'm going to be doing this weekend. I haven't looked at anything for Comic Con yet, so I really have no idea what I'm doing. Download the uh, app. Yeah, I, I should. Also, real quick, help me pick the next uh, book club movie tweet at us if you think we should make Cobb watch uh, Nightmare Before Christmas um, for the first time ever. Let us know. I'm sure Drew hates that movie, too. Nightmare Before Christmas is one of the five best movies ever made. And I never yeah. said I never said I hate that movie. I think it's fine. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I think it's absolutely fine. But the, I know you've little, never... The, I know, the, I've seen about 30 minutes of it, and I thought it was garbage. So Fucking love that movie. I hated we... every second I had. Grant, it has been almost 20 years. Like, I think it was, like, 2004, 2005. Um, and I was miserable. I did not want to watch it. Tweet at us if you think we should, we should make him watch it. It's a but it's thousand not... times better than Hocus Pocus. Disagree. Strongly disagree. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm, I think... Honestly, I don't know, because 90% of the people who love Hocus Pocus also love Nightmare Before Christmas. So it's I you'd have to ask a lot of people who love who love that movie to take that. Like, I'd rather watch I would rather watch Swiss Army Man and Jingle All the Way to Back to Back than Nightmare Before Christmas. That is an incredibly wrong take. That is the worst take. That is the worst take ever said on this show. I don't think that's true. Nah, easily the worst take ever said on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we'll be back next week with some more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. See you.